Welcome back, my friends, to Galarian, to Quantium, capital of Nex, the greatest wizard city in the world. Four adventurers, plus a rat and a talking skull and a badger, stand outside of a closet at the top floor of the Sorry-Eyed Conservatorium. Zikariz, your lilac-eyed talking skull, not a floating skull, just a talking one, um, utters a strange lilting password, and the whole uh, closet just flares into light. The light absorbs you, envelops you, and suddenly you're standing in a very, very different room. Before you can really get your bearings, all of the lights in this room you're in turn red, and a warning uh, clacks and uh, rings. Warning. Intruders. Intruders in the sun mist step. As you spring to action, Zikariz looking around and going, Something's wrong! Something's wrong! Stop them! Before we get to happens next, let's have a quick recap about what happened last time. So last time we were sent by ship, which Mindy didn't handle very well, uh, to Quantium because we are under the impression that Zikar is somehow is a missing Arc Lord. Uh, Arc Lords being like the ruling class of uh, Nex. And we... I don't want to say we went on a wild goose chase, but we went to a bunch of different places trying to kind of like jog Zikaris's memory. Um, and one of the places that we went to was a, um, I forget the word for it, conservatory? Conservatorium. A conservatorium uh, for like underprivileged individuals to practice music and the arts and stuff like that. Um, which was set up by a mysterious benefactor that nobody can remember. We are kind of tailing uh, the night hag's daughter, who seems to have beaten us to every punch, but uh, we're still trucking along. Oh, yeah. And that is where we are now. You have followed your leads. You went to the um, Scorpius Grotto, you met uh, this mysterious Arc Lords, one of her uh, like apprentices, who is a like a um, scorpion centaur woman, a, a, I think a, a Gertabalilu or something like that, um, named Gabrinaya, uh, who sang you a song that like unlocked part of Zikaris's memories. But so, as you ap- appear. There's a soft blue flash, and you arrive in a kind of ellipsoid-shaped room. Uh, a central. There's a central um, t- 
teleportation circle that you're all standing on, surrounded by 12 sealed glass cases filled with nearly transparent mist. Um, floating inside each of, the, each of them are ancient tomes and scrolls, yellowed with age and barely legible. Um, they've got little, little like, um, styluses, like little silver rods on chains near them with little pointer fingers on them. You don't know what any of that really is or what it's about because as soon as you appear in this room, all of the lights in it turn red and a automated, um, voice is like intruders, intruders in the sun mistel, intruders. And you hear, um, to your left or to the west, um, through a set of double doors that are currently closed, you hear screeching metal and chittering uh, laughter. Um, Zikris's eyes flare up, and she's like, Something's wrong! No, it, we're not... It's not talking about us! Do something about it! And so I ask you, what would you like to do? Uh, I know, and where? How, how, how do all four of you um, react to appearing in this place? I imagine that there's some sort of there's like a little bit of vertigo uh, associated with suddenly finding yourself in a completely different location than you were before. Yeah. So Mindy's probably not handling this very well either. <laughs> Stomach upset wise, she looks a little green. Her tummy hurt. Her tummy hurt. But so we're we're in a tower. Are we like on there's stairs? No, to... you're in a you're in an ellipsoid room. There's two sets mm-hmm. of double doors, one to your right, one to your left. Through the left you hear the screeching of metal and chittering laughter. I don't like that. Uh can I see if like the if either of the doors are unlocked? Yeah, you certainly can. Um so that's what you're you're like rushing to the door to to figure out what's going to like check the door, yeah. see if it's open. Um, what I is, would say uh, rushing is a stretch. I would say <laughs> sort of ambling, ambling, staggering. staggering might be a better word for it. Hobbling, like, like having sea legs, like that kind yeah, of exactly. unsteady. Yeah. Staggering, staggering yeah. might be the word. Uh, all right, H uh, two. Uh, what about you? Um. I think it takes a moment for my uh, sensors to recalibrate, but as soon as I hear Zikara's, uh talking, uh, I unsheath my greatsword and uh, start trying to, like, figure out if the sounds, like, the chittering laughter, is that something, like, familiar? Is that, you know, we're chasing a night hag's daughter? Is, could that be... it? It does not. Okay. Um. Give me a give me a quick Arcana roll. Cool. I don't have Arcana. You don't. Oh. Well. Give it a shot. Hot <laughs> yeah. Ziggity dog. Boom! Immediately. Uh. You're like this is not a night hag, but you know that Asleen has many allies in the plane of shadow, and you can definitely hear just from the voices that this is creatures of shadow. They also have a lot of sibilance to them. You think there's some sort of rep- like um, intelligent, shadow-infused reptile, like reptilian creatures. Okay, yeah i I don't communicate all of that. I just say shadow creatures, reptiles, probably intelligent. All right, um, and Calamus. I think the first thing Calamus does is pick up Digsby and like 
check him over. Like, you okay, little buddy? <laughs> the visual so he just this, rolls over onto his back. This small cactus <laughs> little guy just picking up a badger that is larger than he is. Uh, than they are. My apologies. It's just... <laughs> Wait, is Digsby supposed to be larger than Calamus? They're both small at the moment. But Digsby has the potential, if Calamus takes certain feats, to become medium and then large. <laughs> I can ride him. Either way, picking up somebody. I can't wait to adjust this. I can't wait up... to adjust this on the character sheet. Sorry, go on. Uh, but picking up somebody the same size as you is also not especially easy. No, I... unless you're super strong. I want to ride him now. I'm gonna have to get him bigger. You're going to have to take some feeds for that. <laughs> so yeah, Calamus uh, does a check over on Digsby and once making sure that Digsby is fine, um, would then pretty much immediately upon hearing Zikaraz draw out their weapon, their, the, what did I give them? <laughs> I haven't had to say the name of this in a while. You've had, you had that Thunder Mace. I don't know if we're that, if we're, we concluded you if you were or weren't. Yes, because I, I know that you weren't you weren't proficient in the throwing shield. Um, okay, but yeah. I think I think your thunder mace is okay. Let me double check. A mace is a simple weapon. Yeah, so that shouldn't. So yeah, so you can. Yeah, you have that. Yeah, so then Calamus will pull out their thunder mace and their shield. Um, and after looking Digsby over, well, hmm. for the the thunder mace is a two handed weapon. Oh, dude, did not realize that. Okay, so yeah, just thunder mace. Um, pulls out your your big your big fucking stick, and then then after making sure Digsby is okay, we'll uh, look. I guess not glance down, but glance to the side at Digsby, uh, and like just tell him to be on alert. Cool. And Ist Zikaris is in your hands. It is getting very agitated. We've got to stop them. Yeah, I think. Uh, she was fully prepared to start looking at the stuff in the cases, but as soon as the klaxon started going, uh, I want you to pitch this. The massive ears just sort of folded down against the side of her head to just try and block some of the noise. Oh. Um, just because that's a horrible noise, and I have very large ears, is the thing. Oh. Um, Can you tuck your ears under your hood? I don't. I think it's more just the way not all animals have got that kind of flexibility in their ears, mm-hmm. but they can definitely sort of go down and smush. Oh, I mean, like, can you do this? But probably, but not when I'm carrying a skull. Visual action in a in an in audio medium. Uh, mm-hmm. Sam pantomimed, pulling his hat down over his ears. Sam just did this an incredible demo. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> good. Sam is performing for us. It's easy to forget that we're also recording a podcast. I apologize to the listeners for for my my visual um, motion there. Yes, give me a perception check. All right. Oof. Um, I'll hear I point that because I'm feeling agitated and seeing is agitated mm. like Zikaris? she's obnoxious. She's not normally like this. Yeah, Zikaraz, you mean? Yes. Well. Wow, good lord. Uh, it's a 19. It's enough. Um, mm-hmm. So, Ist, you cover your ears. You, like, you, like, you know, you dampen the noise of the klaxon, but strangely, it doesn't, like, the noise coming into your ears dampens, 
the noise coming into your head does not. And maybe it's because you're a psychic, but you're like, mm. oh, this is not just an auditory effect. This is a telepathic warning as well. Oh, this is some real type. This transcends spoken language. This is on every mm -hmm. frequency. And I'm saying that out loud as I hold on to Zicarus. <laughs> yes, it's very impressive to stop them. You want me to throw you at them? We're working on it, gesturing to H2 with the fuck-off sword that is bigger than I am. <laughs> so H2 and and uh, Mindy, I think we're going towards the door. Mindy, mm -hmm. you yes. check that door that you hear the chirping on the other side of. And it is indeed not locked. Can I sort you of pull like it open. crack? Oh, I was going to say, can I crack the door and peek through? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to show you the next room over, any, uh, regardless. Yeah, you peek through, you see some sort of, like, foyer. It's, like, this beautiful open-air courtyard with, like, a gate on one side. Uh, its walls support etchings of enormous humanoid-shaped beings chiseled out of a mountain by thousands of tiny workers. And the, there's a gate on the left, which has just been, um, like nod or or torn open by these little sinuous they're tiny but they're like fast and zippy little draconic creatures that are like made partially of living shadow they have gleaming yellow eyes and curly like sinuous snake-like bodies and then like little bat wings and they're like get the shinies get the golem do it get him uh, and that is uh, in Draconic, you are hearing that. Which I actually don't know if any of you speak Draconic. Um, I might. Uh, nope, I speak Infernal. Actually, I have one language that I, like, don't have. Can I make it Draconic and then, like, leave that sure. as Draconic for the yeah. rest of it? Whoops, Sounds there's good. the blank language. <laughs> you have now declared Draconic. Um, yeah, declared. and so these guys, and the, they're, like, very gleeful, like, uh, we're going to fucking rob and and smash this place to pieces. Um, and then, but you crack the door, and they look, and they say, eh! And they move to a successful initiative. <laughs> I squeak, and I fucking slam the door shut again. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, Im important question, GM. Um, these little shit heels, are they just rolling standard perception for initiative, or are they using anything else? Right now, they're using perception. Okay. Because they are not, um... 27! Holy shit, not 20 initiative. Pretty cool. Uh, that's a 19 for Ist on initiative. Poor H2 got an 11. <laughs> no! Alright, so Mindy, you are first. You are fast on the initiative. You see these things, they go, Ah! Something! Get it! <laughs> and they are absolutely going to come to attack you. Uh, okay, I want to save that one for later. Uh, I am... Oh god, what spells do I have? Do you slam the door to give yourself a moment? I did like, I did you, slam the door, but... You did slam the door, so the door is currently slammed and closed. Yes. Um, and actually, when you had cracked the door open, you saw that it has little uh, eyes with diamond-like facets. And, you're like, and you look at that, and you're like, oh, that's uh, like a scrying sensor. Mm. Oh my god, it's a magic peephole. Yeah. That's very fucking funny. Um, yeah, but you know it's not connected to this room. It's like 
the all the doors are you like look at them and like can tell oh this is connected to something further in um, anyone in here is known to someone for security further. room oh, pinhole camera yeah uh, so yeah so many the door is closed uh, if you'd like to like wait until someone else is going you can also delay your turn hmm. I might I'm not sh- I'm just trying to like figure out like what's going on here you could recall knowledge to figure out mo- what might be the best way to tackle little shadow reptile beasties that's true. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can do that. And I can also use Pocket Library. That's a spell? It's a spell, yeah. It's part of the action to recall knowledge. I must have a hand free to do so. A tome appears in my hand, open to the appropriate page, and grants me a plus one status bonus on recall knowledge check. Nice. Basically, I, I summon a book from my pocket. Tight. To, to look up this information. Cool. Um, I will say, you've got that listed as a, as a one-action spell. That's actually a three-action spell. Oh, fuck. Okay. Good to know. So that's the only thing I can do Though, today. to be fair, that's a three-action spell that lasts for 24 hours. So you could have said you did it earlier? You could have, yeah. So it's basically, it's it's it, you, you cast it, it lasts for 24 hours, and at any point within those 24 hours, you can spend your recall knowledge action to summon a, fo- a tome from the library. Okay. Let's say that I did that while everybody else was in the real library. I was bored, and so I was reading out of my personal library. <laughs> sure. All right, we're going to make an arcana check with a plus one bonus. Hell yeah. That's a wow. natural one. And I got a, <laughs> that is a 13. Critical, it's a critical failure. Thankfully, when using Procket Library, if you get, roll a critical failure, you just get a failure instead. So you are like... Unless you want to spend a hero point. I don't think I do. Not on this roll. Okay. Then you're like, okay, shadow creatures, shadow creatures, shadow creatures. Bah! Shadow puppets. That's not right. It's like, well, that's not the book I was trying to get. You summon a book on, on uh, puppetry. <laughs> Uh, not useful. Cool. I dismiss the book and I go. And 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 the spell ends. Now that I've used one of my actions for the turn, I'm just gonna. I, I go. Well, that didn't work. Uh, time to wing it. And I'm gonna go in with a magic missile. Okay. Uh, so the door is currently closed. Got it. So can I open the door and shoot a magic missile at? Maybe not a magic missile then. Yeah, it would be opening the door and having one action, one action left to cast that magic missile. Yeah, one action left to cast something. Do I have anything better to cast than? Do you have the the lightning arc cantrip? I do have the lightning arc cantrip, electric arc. Either way, it's going to be an action to open the door, and you'll only, you'll only have one action left. Oh, is Electric Arc a two-action spell? It is two-action Almost all spells are two-action spells. Fuck. Okay. Um, if you're not sure about attacking this round, you could move and uh, put your shield up for when these little buggers get in the room. Or you can open the door and move in and use your full movement to not be next to these little guys. Perfect. That's a great idea. I'm going to open the door and, like, immediately run over to the corner. They all, like, kind of watch you, like, eh, eh, um, uh, Ralph follows you. He's on, he's on your shoulder. All right. Calamus. 
Doors open. You see these little critters. Shadow creatures of some sorts. I mean, it probably doesn't go against my anathema to go in and... They're not real animals. They just look like little animals. You have no idea what these things are. The world will be better for me getting rid of them. They don't itch to the natural world, though, right? Because they're like these little shadowy... Um, H2, once the door opens and you see them, you, you recognize these as shadow drakes, which are like lesser dragons of the shadow plane. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying H2 did say beforehand, you know, that they were shadow creatures, so... Yeah, and drakes yeah. are dragons and technically that's not animals. Yeah, they can look after themselves. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's, uh... Each square is five... Yes. All right. So you run in. You run. You run in twenty feet up into the into. You run into the foyer. Um, you first thing you realize um, when you enter the foyer is that underneath you, um, outside the window, is just open sky. Oh. Uh, you are on. Like you knew that this was where you were going. You are on a floating island far above the ocean, and like past the hole in the wall that these things just busted open is just sky. Calmus definitely looks uneasy for a second. Uh, I'm a cactus. I grow in the ground. Calmus uh, is going to focus on hitting this thing to hopefully cool. not uh, <laughs> focus on the other things. Sure. So I'm going to try and whack it with my thunder mace. Uh, yep, you whip your Thunder Mace towards it. Unfortunately, it misses. The uh, You rolled a nine to hit. The Shadow Drake uh, kind of... And goes like... Da, 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 and um, shouts at you in Draconic. You do not understand the language. Mindy, what did it say? <laughs> what did it say? Mindy, it's, it says something very rude. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to know. Uh, two actions. You still have one to to, to command uh, Digby. Yeah, want. let's have Digby come on. Uh, oh, oh, we just snap on top of each other. All right. Well, I'm under there somewhere. Maybe Digby. Yeah. Well, can he can't. Like... He, so he, he. Yeah. He can't uh, be on the same square as you. Okay. Um, I don't want him to be flanked. I'm gonna have him hang out here, I guess. Because I don't want him to be like with two of them. Sure. That feels like a job for someone much less squishy. <laughs> sure. Uh, Alright, so he runs up. That's one action. He has another action. Can he attack diagonally? Yeah. Okay, he gonna chomp. He gonna chomp. He gonna chomp. Yeah, Jesus Christ! How is this... chomp hard. How is Digging he stronger than... Than 19. Because <laughs> he's a... Damn. He's a, he's a killing machine. A, he is He's, a badger. You're a druid. You're not for supposed to be hitting things in melee. It's true. I don't for know. The, for, I don't for know the listeners, Digsby just rolled a 19. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's not that. He rolled a 12 plus 7. Uh, it's fine. Calmus just needs a, to stop being in melee. This is fine. The thing is, the Calmus is, you have a plus 1 to strength. You're not really built for being a melee druid. Um, you could. It's possible to be, 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 be a melee druid, but you just don't are not like in that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, though you're, to be fair, you're also not bad. Like you're, Dixby's only one higher than you. 
Um, oh, okay. So way, I just got a shield. Roll. Yeah, you rolled a you rolled a two and he rolled you rolled a three and he rolled a twelve. Um, ah. Either way, Digsby trundles up and just takes a chomp out of the shadow rake. Who goes? Ah! Very unpleasant. Uh, deals eight damage, uh, which seems to have done a significant chunk of this thing's uh, hit points. It does not look. It doesn't look bloodied yet, but it does not look good either. Meanwhile, Ist. Uh, yeah, I am going to uh, step um, and move into this next square over. Um, okay. Not quite keeping cover. I just want to get a clear shot at the drake that Dixby just took a chunk out of. Okay, that'd be the, and, yeah, this one. Yep, num- uh, number one on our map. And I sort of mm-hmm. hold what my hand up in front of my face, and like I'm doing like a little monocle or a little eye, and mm-hmm. squint, and then sort of like turn it into a finger gun as I send a phase bolt skittering towards uh, the shadow. Drake. Ooh, that's beautiful. Phase bolts. That sounds sick. It's a bolt of magical energy that stutters in and out of phase. Um, What's really dope about Phase Bolt is if you're attacking a creature that has a circumstance bonus um, from a shield or from cover, um, or I suppose a, sh- a spell, um, it reduces mm-hmm. the- that by two. Uh, I wow. rolled a 14 to hit. That 14 hit? is not too far off, but unfortunately is not a hit. Um, it like roils and wriggles through the air. Um, and looks at you like Wah! yeah I imagine it's like um, you know when you see like light bouncing off something like that way it sort of flickers when it's caught like through refracting. a prism yeah sure, I imagine sure, that's sure. what the bolt looks a little bit like as it flickers through the air hell yeah um, Zikra is just like you get out of here you little bastards how dare you <laughs> um, yeah. uh, but unfortunately that was a <laughs> Yep, that's uh, me. Yes. All right, next are the Shadow Drakes. They are going on one initiative. The first one is going to look at Digsby and at Calamus and go... Give a little wave. <laughs> and is going to shoot out a... spit a ball of black liquid... It explodes into a cloud of frigid black shadow. Uh, Calamus looks disgusted. <laughs> it's a five foot burst, which will hit both Digsby and Calamus. I need both of them to make a reflex save. Okay. Jesus, Digsby. <laughs> wow. Can you please I mean, tell I... our listeners the difference between your saving throw and Digsby's saving throw, Anya? Because well, that's hilarious. Yeah, Calamus rolled a 9 saving throw, and Digsby rolled a 25! So Calamus fails, <laughs> takes 13 cold damage. Digsby succeeds, <sighs> takes uh, 6 cold damage. And you notice that there is a lamp in the ceiling above you that gutters and goes out when this thing blasts its, uh, its shadow breath at you. And then this thing is going to spend its second action, its third action, to do a speed surge uh, and just fly straight past you uh, into this room where it goes, Shinies! Look at this! And it looks like it's going to try to start smashing stuff in that next room. 
Um, so that's that one. And then uh, this one is going to bounce past uh, you, uh, Calamus, Digby, and go do a Draconic Frenzy on H2, uh, where it takes one bite strike and two tail strikes. Oh, boy. Big gotta pick a fight with the biggest person in the room energy from that Shadow Drake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, it rolls a 22 for the first one. Which barely hits. And then two eights. Um, so you do take 12 piercing damage. It's a good damage damage. As it, like, chomps down on you. And just starts wriggling. Uh, and then the last one shoots past. Uh, and then is going to do the same thing to Ist. Um, that, so one of those uh, is a 30, which is going to crit on you. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Unfortunate. Frankly. Very rude. Oh, Ist takes 26 Piercing damage. As it just really goes for her. Uh, them? I forget. Is it is She died. Okay, cool. She died. I thought so. Um, yeah. Uh, Ist just immediately looks really fucked up by this Shadow Drake's bite. If I flavor um, it, if you like, I, lo- I really like the visual of it jumping up and just like ripping off or pu- partially tearing off one of Ist's ears, given how big they are, and we were just talking about mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just gnawing ears. So I'm just like... In a way that really hurts. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I grew up with other goblins who chew on each other for fun. Jesus. Yeah. H2, that is you. Well, I may be an emotional, emotionless robot, but seeing this uh, Drake severely injure Ist, uh, I go into a rage. Um, So that's one action. I do love the idea of H2 like, I assure you, I am an emotionless machine. (laughs) I would just like to remind you. (laughs) Yeah. How dare you Um, hurt my little goblin friend. Have you described what H2 going into a rage looks like, August? Like... H2 going into a rage, it's primarily an audio thing mm. because, like, she's already she's already a big warrior robot, right? Like, yeah. nothing about that changes. She doesn't, you know, she already has, you know, claws on her hands. And, you know, I imagine her being a little spiky. Um, none of that changes. But you hear, like, this metallic shrieking like her vocal synthesizer is not meant to encapsulate this kind of this kind of rage and so it's it's shrieking and staticky and just really unpleasant good shit i love that visually i have a question mm. yeah does she does she have lights on her body? Like, like, are, is there parts of her that are glowing from like the robotness? No, I don't think she has. Oh, okay. Sorry. I like, sorry, I was gonna be like, what if the light changes color? LEDs. Like LEDs, yeah. Just to, like give you another thing to emote with. Maybe when I level up, I'll get ground lights. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's what this Drake hears as I take a chop with my greatsword. Ooh, baby. 
So that would be 18 damage total because I rolled a 22 on attack and then a 12 on damage. A 22 will hit uh, and a and 18 damage really fucks this monster up. That little drake is looking very hurt. Could not take that amount of damage again. Well, it's going to potentially have to uh, because <laughs> I am going Jesus. to take my uh, third action to do a second attack, which I roll a 22 again. Roll a 22 again. Uh, fucking sick. Uh, even with a minus five, that's still a 22. Um, damage is not, does not look good, a five, but that's five plus six, 11 damage, which fully cleaves this thing into uh, smoldering uh, remains. Hell yeah. Your, your, hand, your fingers uh, you know, tighten on the hilt of your sword as you wheel upon the next one, and the killing continues. Round two, <laughs> Mindy Melrose. Hello. Nobody hit Hello. you, at least. Nobody hit me. I'm going to go for an electric arc. Uh, all right, fantastic. Um, currently, you can only see one of the drakes. Okay. Um, but you could you could move up before this to, to be able to attack, to hit both of them. Okay. Yeah, let's do uh, that. Where do I have to move to hit both of them? Like here? Oh, Ralph. That's Ralph. a perfect... That's a uh, Ralph! <laughs> Wait for me! Wait, does Ralph say... Ralph's name? <laughs> like a Pokemon. Uh, no, Ralph, Ralph, a Pokemon. Ralph, Ralph, Ralph. He's, my, Ralph. he's my good little companion man. Don't make him, don't make him a Pokemon. He's not a Pokemon. <laughs> he's my little guy. Uh, all right, two... Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, they both huh? save, but they they very nearly crit. They rolled uh, 28, but your saving throw is 19, which means they still take half of that uh, eight electricity damage. Um, the um, the Shadow Brick one, the one that, that is in the other room, uh, ready to smash stuff up, is looking very hurt, but uh, is still alive and ready to cause some trouble. Calamus, that's you. Calamus is gonna look at Digsby and say, uh, hold down the fort, little buddy. And so is gonna command Digsby to attack the one that's attacking H2. Okay. Um, so let's go ahead and get that one. Fuck so, yeah. Digsby oh, rolled yeah. a 26 to attack. Digsby rolled a 26, and Digsby is flanking with Calamus. Jesus Christ. Which means Digsby... So, there's a critical damage there. I think we should take off that automatic roll, because it's more fun to just double the damage you rolled. Especially in this case, where the damage that Digsby rolled was at 10. Uh... <laughs> Which means the Digsby does twenty damage to this thing. This strong fucking badger. What the fuck? yeah. <laughs> uh, Digsby takes it down to nearly uh, like to, to single digit hit points. Just absolutely tears into this like membranous wings of this thing. It screeches. It's furious. And Digsby says, <laughs> uh, "Digsby does have one more action. He can try for like a claw strike if he's got that, or just another jaw strike." Uh, yeah, that's, um, you can do a claw strike here. <laughs> 15 to hit. Uh, yep, uh, so that would be, it's actually an 11 to hit because it's a minus 4. Oh. 
Yes. So unfortunately, Digsby does not connect on that second strike, leaving the Shattered Rake deeply injured but alive. Calamus, you have two actions left. Yes. So Calamus is going to back up like a... No, I guess they don't really need to move. They'll stay where they're at. And then uh, they're going to go for a spell this time. Or actually, real fast, let me check how everyone is doing on aliveness. I have five hit points for what it's worth. I'm going to heal Ist. <laughs> Let's see. That's a two action. You. One of my ears <laughs> is kind of half hanging off. Oh, buddy. Let's let's do heal as a two action. Bell. Range of thirty feet. Increased hit points restored by eight and I roll uh one V eight plus eight, basically. Mm-hmm. Well enjoy that Hey, I will take fifteen is a fuckwop better than five. As a So the dice hate Calamus. The dice love Digsby. I mean, who doesn't love this? This is the first time you've healed Is. What does it look like? I think. Can vines wrap around Ist and, like, glow? That's sick as hell. Yeah, a little, 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 uh, just like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna take, we're gonna wrap you up right now. Yeah, it's like. What if it does, like, like sutures? Like little vines? (gasps) Just. Yeah! (laughs) Cool. Alright, that that is Calamus. Ist, that is you. There is two Shadow Drakes left. Check the wording on one of my spells quickly. Okay, uh, don't want to use that one. Oh no. No, it's just uh, it's an area of effect, and I wanted to check if it was I could specify the creatures or if mm. it's just if you're in the area. Get fucked, apparently. I don't want H two to get fucked, especially after <laughs> she just did me a, a very so- uh, much solid heel turn of the century. Turns out, I'm evil. Um, I don't know. I mean, is it what kind of save is it? Is it reflex? Uh, fortitude. I've got a ten on my fortitude save. Uh, yeah, but you've already taken. You know, <laughs> I, I like the flavor of this. Uh, if you if you re- genuinely don't mind, August, then um, I do not mind. Okay, then I think what this looks like is even as the little vine is like working its way to patch up Ist's ear, um. Something happens that y'all have never seen before. Because Is doesn't like losing t- fucking 26 hit points in one go. <laughs> Funnily enough. Weird how that works. Uh, so I unleash sp- my psyche. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I call on the depths of my mind and let psychic pl- power flood through me. And I literally sort of like take off a little bit like with the power of my psychic pa- psychicness and sort of <laughs> colors swirl around me and you can hear like little snippets of like conversations and ist things at different points in their life and their eyes glow uh, a similar sort of color and looking forward, she just says, No, I think we're fucking done, actually. And I'm going to cast Sound Burst. 
A cacophonic noise blasts out, dealing 2d10 sonic damage uh, in a 10-foot burst, which I think if I cast it basically on where H2 is, it can get both 3 and 1. I actually have little um, things. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Ooh. Marvelous. Whoa. Nice. I that forget is a that I have shit these. damage roll. Um, but Are you hey. Six? They've got to do a fortitude save, but because my psyche has been unleashed, I gain a status bonus to damage equal to double the spell's level. So that will go from six damage to ten. Not too bad. And you blast out this psychic reverberation, and the fucking, yeah, H2 is totally fine. That's a nat 20, uh, 30 (laughs) uh, on a saving throw. You see all those display cases kind of shimmer and shake, but hold firm. And you might, uh, oof, that is a 23 and a 25 for these shadow drinks. Lucky's all hell, except the second one, uh, number, uh, three, the one that is, that got smashed by Calamus, uh, by Digsby, is so hurt that even succeeding, it still pops. But this one, uh, in the room with you, is still alive and ready to cause some mischief. Unless you'd like to spend a hero point to force a reroll. You know what? I would love to do that. Thank hmm. you. I had yeah. forgotten that was a God, I fucking forget about spend hero points on. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you spend it. Uh, he reroll. He's got a. He's got a plus seven. Comes a nineteen. Still a success, unfortunately. Much less of one, but still a success. These strong little bastards. Uh-huh. I'm a strong little bastard. <laughs> I would, I would like oh, to Jesus. say for, for uh, H2's save, like, you know, the air shimmering with the the physical or visual manifestation of uh, its uh, psychic powers, but H2's just standing there. Her grip on her great sword tightens. Uh, some exhaust fans kick in and she's still <laughs> letting out her scream and that cancels out some of the, the sound. Nice. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Alright, this Shadow Drake is going to... Uh, but, but I've still got an action. Unleash oh, you do? It's a free action. Oh shit, sick. I'm just deciding because I'm not up in melee and I do not have any one action. Um, so, um, unfortunately, tragically, um, I don't just want to raise my shield is the thing. Oh, wait, does an attack still take the bonus? Because I didn't roll to attack with my spell. It was a saving throw or is it still considered an attack? That that was, that was not an attack. It doesn't have the attack trait. So I wouldn't take the bonus. The The multiple attack penalty? You would not. Oh, wicked. Hey, the fun thing about stiletto pens is you can pull them out and throw them in the same turn. <laughs> oh, boy. Stiletto pens. That's um, fun. Motherfucker! God damn it, I'm gonna be cool! Unfortunately, that's a fuck. 10. Oh. Fuck, why did I spend the hero point before? God fucking damn it. <laughs> oh, wait, was that... That was with my... Sh- mm-hmm. I didn't have that set up as a throne. That was my strength modifier. How's my dex? Dex would add two to that, and that's still not going to be enough. Twelve. Twelve is still not enough, unfortunately. My God, apologies. Don't, 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 don't. 
you shoot the stiletto pen. I think Ist is shrieking in Goblin much in the same way that <laughs> I did and swearing. It's like, are you kidding me? Um, they, this Shadow Drake looks at you, looks at H2. Uh, oh wait, no, this guy already spent his, his thing can't shoot his fire, his, uh, his, uh, Shadow Breath. So instead, he is just going to uh, attack the protected tomes with Draconic Frenzy, um, which is to say that these things, they're pretty tough. They have an AC of 15, but they're immune to critical hits because they're, you know, uh, whatever. Okay, so it's two hits off on it. You think the thing will start just tearing up at, away at the uh, the thing? Start puts a couple scratches in the display case, but is not able to smash them properly. Um, looks upset and annoyed at that, and just zips towards the next door and begins to like pound against it. H uh, two. Uh, let me check something really quick. Okay, I don't need to sudden charge for this. I can just spend one action to chase the Shadow Drake, and then I can uh, raise my greatsword and chop down on it. That is a 14 to attack. 14 to attack will unfortunately not hit. All right. Um, so I, it, like, wriggles out of my attack range and I bring mm. my sword back up for another attempt to strike it uh, which the attack roll was a 5 so that definitely whiffs yeah I will remind you you do have a hero point if you'd like to use it um, you have two even yeah yeah I will use a hero point to re-roll there you go throw the hero point down and that one's a 22 22 is going to hit 8 damage plus 6 14 damage um, you smash like you miss swing and then at the last second you like just get so mad you just fucking headbutt this thing <laughs> and it smashes into the door and fully blows the doors open oops <laughs> did I do that as the round ends and I show you what is on the other side. Ooh. Thank you for turning off Fog of War. This looks cool as hell. So you see, uh, H2, you see this first, before anyone else does. You see, um, despite the, like, corpses of other, you see, no, bonus one, there's a, there's like a, a window on the opposite side of this big chamber that is smashed open and other Shattered Rakes had come in. But they have all been dispatched. And despite the, like, shadow goop everywhere, an air of serenity still pervades the space. You see below hundreds of smooth azurite and lapis lazuli pebbles decorate the chamber's floor. The blue gems harmonize in wavy patterns that catch the light streaming in from above and reflect it into the room, giving the air a misty quality. The walls rise up 60 feet, tapering to a narrow iris. Cabacons strung together on wires sway due to the breezy drowns draft, uh, deflecting off one another in a sound akin to lithographic wind chimes. Closed doors lead to other parts of the buildings. There are two large devices in this room. 
Uh, the North is a raised platform whose boundary is inlaid with diamonds. Its inner rings rot from pure gold. Several magic foci float above, directing some sort of energy into a glowing globe at the center. The second is a cylindrical apparatus standing nearly 30 feet in height and seems to be channeling sunlight through it. At its base is a large diamond that has been shaped into a prism. Ishu, as you as you step into the doorway, um, a figure in the room looks up to meet your gaze. A humanoid figure, very clearly not made from living material. His body appears to have been carved from a single block of weathered jasper, bearing dark gray, red, and brown stripes and splotches, with two titanium-tinted sapphires for eyes. A single celestial rune has been carved into his forehead. He wears long, flowing robes and holds a large silver rod with a clenched fist on the end. Despite all this, it's clear at a glance that the figure's crafting was incomplete. His head contains no ears. And he, uh, he like, turns, looks up from, like, he just finished using that, that silver rod to smash uh, one of the Shadow Drakes. Um, there is a bunch of other animate furniture and statues in the room dealing with the other Drakes. Um, and they all kind of just turn and look at you as the door smashes open and the two groups see each other for the first time. Give a little wave. I think H2 uh, looks at all the Drakes, looks back at the um, Golem and is just like, we do not intend any property damage. <laughs> I love her. I'm going to walk up next to H2 just to get a closer look at what's going on over here. Yeah, and I'll share <gasps> Mindy. Uh, do some art of Mindy. Um, I'm going to share art of this uh, fine fellow. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, he like kind of he like looks at you. Um, give me a give me a um, diplomacy. Or or some other uh, check uh, H two. Uh, I'll go. I'll go diplomacy. I've rolled a seven, so it's not like it does very much, but I tried. Gold star. Yeah, you see that the um he does not move, but the animated statues and furniture around around him kind of like huddle like uh, like protectively, uh, defensively, like thinking that you might strike. Um, Mindy, what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna sort of say, hold on. We, we mean you no harm? We're, um, she just sort of looks between, so you said there's a living statue and a guy with no ears who is a robot? I'm trying to zoom in on the map here. Uh, he's built, he's, he's carved from stone. He is, like, made of, like, jasper. Cool. That rules. Uh, so this is this, he's, it looks like some sort of golem, but you can like most golems are not built with like full like expressive hum- like faces. Uh, there certainly seems to be some like intelligence um, beyond like the normal like automaton stuff that golems usually have. And as you are like kind of talking over there, he kind of squints and like taps the side of his head where his ears would be. Uh, I don't think he can hear you. I see. Um, do I? I? I sort of turn back to Ist and go, Ist, you know a uh, sign language, right? Ist is currently having dropped 
out of uh, Psyche oh, being unleashed is stupefied for a couple of rounds. I see. Um, and so, so um, it's just kind of like unsteady. stumbling around. With, well, like little like psychic it, bubbles around your head. Uh, the visual of bubbles is actually really fucking funny, and I do kind of love that. Um, and they, it's only stupefied one for twelve seconds, basically. Yeah. But I, I think the bubbles like, are still. Uh, yeah, but I like that the the psyche as it drops because it unleashes and it coalesces the colors that were swirling around me into like these like soap bubbles. And as the last of them pops, it shakes her head a little bit, holding Zicarus to their chest. Uh, yeah, I, well, goblin sign language, but um, I can give it a shot. Who are we talking to? Uh, I, talking I, to? I point to the to the stone man with no ears. Um, I will cross over and sort of like wriggle between these two, holding like Zicarus as I so often do, just sort of like facing outwards against my chest, and with my other hand, mm-hmm. I will do the goblin sign for. It's ba- it's kind of hard to translate. It doesn't have an exact translation into common, but it's basically we aren't cops. <laughs> <laughs> give me, uh, give, give me a society or a diplomacy check. Let me take my stupefied off first, please. Yeah, for sure. Um, as you are going, um, Zikra says, "Hey, hey, remember those sapphires I bought from Olothu, the the, the, the Oriad uh, gem merchants in the in the." In the markets, mm-hmm. I think they're in that guy's head. Incredible! <laughs> Those eyes, fucking bullshit. <laughs> Does somebody want to help me out? Uh, everyone did get a hero point. I would love to. Yeah, and if somebody wants to, they can also spend one of their hero points to boost. I its, have uh, three hero points, so I feel oh. like I can help you out. Yeah, God bless. Yeah, how does how does um how does Calamus like help uh this? Oh, gosh. Because you're doing sign language. I'm saying it. Well, I was probably speaking goblin as I do it. Okay. But you can hear what Zikarus is saying. So. Mm -hmm. Wow, you're not even trained in uh, diplomacy. I thought you were. Nope. I am. Oh, shit. I am trained in society. Should I have done society instead? Uh, It's up to you. Whichever, Whichever one's better for you. My modifier is the same. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Okay. If I'm getting the help action, I will roll society this time as I'm being helped, as I said. Modifies the same. Because uh, maybe I think about it and, like, Ist comes into sight and I'm like, mm, yeah, no, slightly different tack. This looks like a more lawful sort of person anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, well. Okay. Well, it becomes a 20. Mm-hmm. Which is not bad. Um, as you're, as you're saying, like he like does definitely looks at the skull and like hmm, and then looks at the badges that you're wearing of those black skulls with the purple eyes and like squints, mm. kind of like disapprovingly. Um, I'm gonna pull out my wayfinder because I actually do mm-hmm. have one, so, and I'll sign. We're here with them, pointing to the wayfinder, but mostly with mm-hmm. her and point to the skull. And hold her up. Cool. Um, so Ist, we got a, a success from Ist. We got a failure from H2. He's going to give 
Mindy and Calamus a chance to speak up. And then he will make whatever decision will be made will be made. We love a group skill check. <gasps> uh, is Ist acting as like a interpreter for all of this? Sure. Let's that, say, uh, yeah, sure. I do love the notion of going through to Goblin Sign Language, which I've been thinking of a little bit like Thieves can and a little bit just sort of like it's very sharp little jagged motions because the goblins are survivors they're the little cockroaches of the world and it's sort of like very like this mm -hmm. is stuff that can be done very small so not to attract attention and it tends to be a lot of very direct statements there's not a lot of floweriness to it so anything mm -hmm. kind of gets distilled down you know what it's like? I just remembered the fucking Key and Peel anger translator skit for Obama. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think goblin sign language kind of does. <laughs> it sort of like distills it to its most uh, key issue. And that art of Ralph is incredible. Holy shit, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> I used to have a uh, black hooded rat. These are all going to be up on social media for the listeners as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, I will translate as Mindy and Calamus. Yeah, Calamus, uh, reading everyone else's vibe, I guess, would like to do some kind of offering of peace to show that we're not... Sure, yeah. Um, if you'd like, if you don't want to use a society or um, diplomacy, you could also use like nature or another magical thing <gasps> to like produce symbols. Yeah. yeah. That's so cute. I could grow a little flower for uh for them and like have Digsby deliver it. Mm -hmm. You sure? Yeah, give me a nature roll. Fourteen. Fourteen is not going to succeed. Oh no. Uh you could hero point for what it's yeah. worth. Yeah. Yeah, let's do a hero point. I feel like we should probably get these people on our side. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh let's try that again. <laughs> roll 20 well, because of, Can you Jesus? because of our house rule it becomes a 24 <laughs> um Digsby come, like, kind of waddles up with a flower in his mouth and the golem figure of the, like he's like this beautiful like incredibly like regal looking like brown orange stone with a celestial rune and the sapphire eyes very striking figure kind of kneels and takes it very gently and like gives Digsby a little pat on the head um, and, and then looks to Mindy. Um, through our, our sort of collective translator, I basically am just going to be like, uh, we mean you no harm. We're here investigating. Like, I'm just trying to, I'm just basically like, you know, we're as confused as you are, but these <laughs> enemies that, you know, these guys, these little dudes, these little fuckers are, are a, a mutual enemy and we should work together type vibe. I, I don't have anything in character to say there. I'm brains fucked. Well, what brought you to the Sun Mist Stell? Zikra's did. Kind of. Okay. I mean, I I also like gesture towards Zikra's and I'm like, you know, do you know each other? I did roll a 24 for a society check. Oh, you did. So you did. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> he looks at all of you very kind of like stonily 
haha ha. <laughs> um very very like in a way that's like kind of considering and then his smile his face breaks into a very kind of friendly if like kind of stoic smile and he nods and he says welcome to the sun mist stell please uh, and he gestures for you to come in. He can speak. You know, a lot of deaf people can like are able to speak. Um, you just can't hear. Uh, pulls you, gestures uh, you in. Um, all of the animate furniture that was just like tables and and like stuff all scoop up the shadow drakes and kind of whisk them away. And then um, shortly after, um, return. With, uh, like their friends, uh, uh, chairs and benches and stuff, um, mm-hmm. who all kind of arrange themselves around him. And they, you find like one really sturdy one comes by and he sits on it and he, he, uh, welcomes you to, to meet with him. Well, this won't be rude this time. Um, and we'll, mm-hmm. um, probably doesn't sit on one of the, chairs offer but if any kind of side table has offered itself there uh we'll perch on that sure yeah um you perch on it and it like kind of rattles a little bit like it's like one of the legs is too short then it like straightens up and it's normal and it, and it kind of shudders like it's laughing everyone's a fucking comedian <laughs> you know you got a knot like right here <laughs> i'm gonna um, sweep my skirts in and, and you know, very, very daintily sit down on one of the offered chairs. It squeaks. I will put Zikaris on a chair. Oh, actually, uh, they, they bring a, p- a fancy pedestal for Zikaris. Oh. Hell yeah. You're going to mm. give her ideas, you know, and then I will mm. set her on the pedestal. Uh, and yeah, so now that you're closer... Um, the uh, he says, uh, right now that we are closer, I should have no issues reading your lips. My name is Risk, and I am the caretaker and curator of the Sun Mist Stell. It's nice to meet you. Uh, they weird. Well, uh, and I introduce us. I like give names, and I'm like. We don't really know Zikris's deal, but she's fairly certain she built you. Pardon me, little one, but you seem injured. Uh, we, I can speak, but allow me to tend to you. I was just okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and he he heals you uh, for two d eight hit points over the course yeah. of this conversation. Very nice. Uh, next. Uh, it'll we'll take we'll say this will take an hour to talk, so he'll heal you the full sixteen. Sweet. So, this is quite the tale, but one I think is good to hear. Once there was an Ark Lord. Her goal in furthering her skills was always to master the interplay between magic and life. Her earliest studies taught her of the connection between magic and music. Since then, she discovered and learned ancient techniques 
that allowed constructs forged through arcanistry to house living souls. They say that these proto-golems were the oldest of their kind, crafted before all else as guardians and scholars. Of course, since their time, much of the process has been corrupted through experimentation, and the golems of Galarian today are a pale imitation. But through years of trial, this Arclord succeeded in creating an apparatus that could house a living soul freshly forged in the plane of positive energy, possibly uh, allowing it to enter the host body that she prepared, marked with a celestial wound on its forehead. After many days of telepathic conversation, as this initial draft had neither ears nor mouth, the proto-golem chose a name and gender for himself. Myself, Risk, came to identify as male. Illyria was intrigued by this decision, for she had long believed herself to be male and presented as such, but always felt that she was meant for something different. And aided by conversations with the Proto-Golem about life, magic, and souls, she reached an epiphany. In the same place where she helped bring a new soul to the surface of Galarian, she herself transitioned into her more true persona, with me as her closest confidant. And thus, no matter what form she takes, it would be impossible to not recognize my friend. Aww. And he looks at uh, Zikarez, who um, is like very kind of shocked, but like also like not, it like stuff clicks into place. Mm-hmm. He goes, Elira, Elira Tizonic. That is who I was. That is who I am. <laughs> who I will be. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, that's Zikris is 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 kind of floored, and but is you no know, now is like. It seems like this was the final piece and the previous identity is like flooding back. Oh. That's going to make a lot less sense to make skull puns now. (laughs) I think it still makes some sense. I think you can still do it. I think you can get away with it. I don't know that I know how to stop anymore. (laughs) Yeah, you should probably just keep going. Um, Yes, and this is... uh, I do not know how Elira's spirit came to reside within this skull, but it is her without a doubt. I think Ist looks at uh, Elyria and she's like, I can't believe you managed to get more interesting. <laughs> Fucking criminal. I don't know why that's surprising. I'm the most interesting thing ever. 
it's really hard to argue having just heard that story from the gentleman made of fucking Jasper, hmm. who apparently you helped create. I could say something about you having to uh, literally make friends in order to make friends, but that seems kind of unkind. <laughs> I think it's interesting that this golem, this proto... Uh, sorry. Forgive me. Did you mention... Did you say that you were the first golem? I am the first new proto-golem. Mm. Built in the ancient way. Uh, the process was forgotten. How new? Um, uh, hmm, how long? He's he's not like young, young. He's like, she made him like a while ago. Yeah. He's like been here for a while. Um, probably. I don't know that I have like a full, uh, like a, like a timeline, but like he's like many years old. Old as fuck. Maybe not old as fuck, but uh, older than us, except um, possibly age like, two. Like, who knows? Yeah, like hmm. I don't, I don't know yet how old Aliraha is, but but like he, he's probably like like you know twenty to forty years old. Okay, so Zikris's name is now Liraha. That is the name that she had before she became Zikris. You know, I I I picked Zikris because I thought it sounded fun. Would you like us to keep calling you that? I suppose it's up to you. Um, maybe if we figure out how to get my body back, I'll I'll have a more uh, stronger um, feeling one way or the other. Fair enough. But I mean, Ilirha, the name, the name. It was it was locked before, and now it is unlocked. Oh, and your voice is back to the way that it was when you have memories. <laughs> yes, you, when you remember things, when you're not screeching. I could still screech if you'd like. I mean, it was endearing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> thank you so much for helping. Um, but I think, I don't know, um, we maybe need to uh, report back to your venture captain, your Vashvatam, to see what is next to the door. Yeah. Um, also, not to be like the bearer of bad news or catastrophize, <laughs> but there is a night hag's daughter fucking around in town and there's every chance she might try show up here. She might have sent the fucking little shadow fucks. That does seem likely. I am unsurprised. But Are you prepared to do I see like the you clearly can handle yourself. Uh, and the uh, warning system was uh, impressive. I think I'm going to have a headache for a couple of days. Um, <laughs> is it a place protected from that kind of influence? protect um from mystical mm. there is yes i believe we will be safe here and i could not leave the sun mist down there are too many important tomes here that must be protected now, i suppose you probably don't do you dream yes there's, there's i have be... always dreamed dope as hell but uh given the way <laughs> night hags are maybe I don't know, try look into something that could protect you while you're sleeping? No. Given what night hags are like about? Very well. And in turn, I will act to protect you. Uh, and he um, holds up the uh, the rod that he was using. 
He says, this is a tool for both defense and study, much as the golems of old were crafted. I pray it helps you in your quest to return my friend to her proper self. And if you would allow, I would mark you with her sigil. Is that going to draw a lot of attention when we go back? Will people know what that is? I can place it in a less... It is a mystical sign that might react with other signs of her passage. Yeah, nah. Go I'll take it. it. Uh, bear in mind, like, Istori <laughs> has, like, scarification-esque tattoos on her face anyway. But for the sake of ease, I think Istor like, pull up one sleeve and pull the glove down a little bit so it can go on, like, their forearm. Where I, Jade, cool. have many a tattoo. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he places uh, he places the Ark Lord of the Erehaz sigil uh, as, this, as per the sigil cantrip on your uh, forearm. Uh, I guess I'll hold my arm out to do the same. I, Mindy has no tattoos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, gives it to you. Very rock and roll, Mindy. Calamus is confused uh, and like holds out an arm just like I'm a cactus. <laughs> I fail to see how that makes a difference. And he places right. the sigil on your arm. <laughs> Stab me, bro. <laughs> Yeah, H2 steps forward, presents arm, doesn't say anything. Um, For the record, the rod that he presented to you all with is a plus one striking low-grade silver morning star. Oh, also, when you were describing the, like, little, like, the, the little, like, pointers for reading the scrolls, I was like, oh, that's a, that's a very specific Jewish item for reading the Torah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's oh yeah, that's it's called pr- a yad. That's, that's probably that's probably why this guy's got that. He's he's like a he's like you know I guess yeah must be must have drawn that sort of inspiration. Um, for the record, the ones in the uh, other room, the the protected tomes, um, when you have the little stylus and you point it at the tomes, you can use it to flip pages even while they're floating in the mist. That's, that's so fucking cool. It's cool. pretty cool. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's to prevent the oils of your hands from getting on the old parchment. Yeah, that's and that's almost exactly why it's like that in here, except magically. Exactly, that's so fun. Um, I love it. I'm not going to take the Morning Star, but somebody else should please feel free. I am also not going to take the Morning Star because that is very much not my combat type. H two, load up. All <laughs> <laughs> your combat yeah. options. It is a simple weapon, so um, Calamus could use it. It's a one-handed 1d6. Uh, it's 2d6 damage. Oh, that might be worth... striking Morningstar. You're taking yeah, Calamus, because you've got, actually could. got a bonus to strength. Even if it's not a big one, you have one. Uh, I guess it's H2. Would it be something you would want? I don't want to take it from you. H2, like kind of pats the the pommel of her great sword and says <laughs> you would benefit from it more than I would <laughs> take it squishy creature uh all right yeah uh I'll take that cuz that means I can use my shield too with it mhm oh yeah uh yeah so it's it's a d6 damage but it's two dice uh and it's got a plus 1 item bonus to attacks 
cannot believe this Gugum's name is so close to fucking Vriska. There is no escape for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought why. it was just Risk, and I was like, "That's a dope name." And now I see it; it's got a V on the front, and I'm like, "God." Oh, I heard. Damn it. I, I, I was, I was holding myself back from being like Vriska the whole time. See, you the person who wrote this, the person who wrote this, yes, two D six Adventure Path <laughs> could entirely be a Homestuck. Oh, so, uh, it could very uh, likely. This was written. This was written by Michael Bramnick. To be fair, it's though, my understanding of what Vriska is like, this guy is so the antithesis antithesis yeah. of what she is like. Yes, mm-hmm. this is true. But also, haha, funny name, Simbabur. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Well, yeah, Lyra Hatzonik was the. Uh, the full name of uh, that Zikras used before she became a skull. Um, yeah. uh, and Risk says, I can reactivate the teleportation sigil back to the conservatorium unless you'd like to hail a carpet. What do you think, Mindy? You're the one that goes a bit green around the gills. Mm. Is, oh, also, more, do we want to be seen flying away from here? Probably not, right? I will live. I want to be drawing attention to the place. Hmm. Yeah. I guess. Don't worry, Mindy. The tattoo doesn't make uh, you cool. Cool, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. It doesn't change. It doesn't change who you are as a person. Just an image. I okay. Thanks. Yeah, I'll live. I don't understand the <laughs> tension here. Hmm. He's just looking between the two of you. <laughs> what are you talking about? How uncool I am. Yeah. No, no. Well, I'll, mm. I'll, uh, I'll look at it just be, and do the sign. I won't say it out loud, but I'll mouth it. Just like oil and water. That's all. Hmm. All right. Uh, and yeah, so Risk leads you back to the uh, protected tomes uh, chamber with this, uh, this teleportation circle. And he says... Thank you for your visit. I hope in the future you may spend more time here. And uh, Zikariz looks at him uh, and says, uh, Yes, uh, thank you. And he says, You have nothing to thank me for. And I look forward to seeing you as you are again. And he waves a hand and the room is filled with light. And you are back in the city. So you got all your memories back then, Z? Uh, yes, yes. I, I mean, most of them, from what I can... I, don't, I still don't remember what exactly happened to cause me to uh, become the way that I became. But I remember years and years of mystical, arcane... I really need to get, I need to get hands again so that I can start casting spells. I do have to like. Was he your boyfriend though? I just <laughs> have to know. he was like kind of like more like a like a son. Oh yeah, no, that's you, you no. did make him. I I created him. I mean, he's he's very handsome. That's true. Yes, but I made there's him, all these uh, stories about like people making statues and falling in love with them. It's not out of the realm of possibility. And he was a very handsome chunk of rock. He was. <laughs> he was. I mean, I don't know. I mean. My my metric for what uh, can, you might consider attractive is probably very different to the rest of you. 
But uh, objectively speaking, that was a very well-crafted set of abs. Oh, my God. That is you true. sure did craft um, them with love. <laughs> I mean, uh, what other way is there to craft things? Hate. I mean, you don't have to give them like, washable abs, <laughs> though. <laughs> I mean, if you can, why wouldn't you? <laughs> I just want to say for the listeners, Zach did the best sort of, like, head to, like, face. But it was moss. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so you come back. Um, people, as you leave the Stars Conservatorium, there are people who remember the name Aliraha. It seems that, that having Zikaris hear her own name, like, broke at least part of whatever the thing was that, like, had sent her name away. Um, you're not sure what exactly that means, but I suppose it's time to go back to Nexus House to figure it out. It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!